Amen. Mm. Dear Heavenly Father, we are just thankful uh, for this morning. We come together and worship and praise you. And Lord, we thank you. We can look in your word and you'll speak to us and show us things that we would not otherwise know. You reveal yourself. And we do thank you for that, Lord. And as you speak to us through your word, just continue to open our hearts to receive all that you have to say. Lord, we just pray that this morning you would just um, meet with us and just really um, just stir us um, in strength to focus on you and know that you're working all things for our good and that truly that you are you are speaking to us and to you know encourage us in a sinful dark world to stand for you and see you work in a mighty way so i just pray you anoint me with the spirit and each thing i say would be of the spirit and nothing of the flesh in the name of the lord jesus amen amen we are in joshua so Joshua, I want you to turn to Joshua chapter 10, verse 13. Joshua 10, verse 13. says this, the, the sun stood still and the moon stopped till the nation avenged itself on its enemies. Um, as you know, if anybody would ask us, you know, that... Uh, what do we believe? And of course, we believe the basics of the faith, the Christian faith. But I think everyone here would say also, uh, and it's also in our doctrine state, we believe that the Bible is the inerrant word of God. We believe everything it says, and we believe it literally what it says. That's what we believe. And uh, even as we present it and sometimes it's a challenge like you sometimes and i believe that's the reason we should preach through the whole scriptures because i really believe if anybody reads the bible genesis to revelation they grow in their faith and also if they grow in their faith they become solid and they don't do crazy stuff they don't get off base because they read the whole thing if you don't read the whole thing anything can happen we don't grab a verse to believe on we believe the whole scriptures literally everything and they speak to us and we preach through it now is a pastor sometimes and i believe in preaching to the whole thing the whole thing is what jesus said but every once in a while you come up to a verse and you say, oh lord i'd like to skip this one you know or like you know because it it's like can um, be uncomfortable or, you know, you're challenging or that. But I've learned is as you preach through it, the Lord always reveals deeper things to you, and it's a powerful move of God. But I believe everything the Word says. I believe it is true, and I believe it's for us. And I have to kind of, like this bothers me because somebody told me this, believe in church, and the pastor says, you read these things, you can't put your name into it. You know, just read it for what it is. I say, anathema, oh my God. No, put your name into it. Put your name into it. Everything. God meant for your name to be put into that. And he is speaking to you. And his reason for not putting your name, he says, for you will be disappointed. My reason is say, put your name into it because you'll see the majesty of God and he will challenge you to move farther. So I'm never disappointed like when I see something I can't do because I see something where God wants me to be. Amen? So we believe everything that God says in his word, and it's 100% true. All people got said, amen. That means that this verse is true. <laughs> this verse is true. The sun stood still and the moon stopped. 
till the nation avenged itself on its enemies. Now, as we root through Joshua, and that's the other thing I think it's so important, the Lord laid on my heart, and I wasn't sure why, but he just continued to preach through Joshua, and so we have. But as you do preach through this, then you, the, um, it's easy to know what the next message is. Because it's the next set of verses. <laughs> you know, it's just like, so this one, why this message? Because it's the next set of verses. It's the next set of verses. And it's all tied together in this lesson to Joshua as he brings the Israelites so that they can take the land and God can show his power. And so as we look at this, we're going to look at this morning, literal word of God. We're going to put our name in it. It applies to us, God speaking to us, making a revelation of who he is to challenge us to go where he wants us to be. Amen? All right. Now, as we look at this, as we look at this, and as you know, when I say, you always look at it in context. All right? So I think it's important because there's a little, a little lesson here even when we put it in context. Now, so here we have this incredible miracle happening. This incredible miracle happening. And so it's worth looking at what led up to the miracle. Now, last week we had the lessons on the Gibeonites. Okay? And the Gibeonites, they knew they were in trouble. They were part of the people that were supposed to be totally destroyed by Joshua. So what they did, they tricked Joshua and made an alliance with him. And by making an alliance with him, they tricked him. So they made an alliance, a contract before God with them that also obligated Joshua not only not to kill them all, he had to defend them, to defend them because he made an alliance. Now, what happens is all the other countries, they say, look what the Gibeonites did. They just left us out here. So they gathered up and they're going to destroy the Gibeonites. So they go to Joshua and say, hey, remember that contract you made with us? We need your help because these people are going to destroy us. And so all the people are looking at Joshua. Way to go. You know, <laughs> so, so here they are. In this, but that's how this came up. And they go, okay, we made the alliance. We'll go protect you. Now what's interesting, so that's the context, but what's interesting here is that is they go to help them with this alliance they made that they were tricked into. God tells them, all right, Joshua, don't be afraid because I've given them into your hand. No one will be able to withstand you. Now, this should be a real encouragement to us all, right? Because through God's grace and mercy, he does not leave us and forsake us, but he continues to lead and protect us even when we mess up. Amen? Joshua messed up. He messed up. Made the line. And guys, God comes and specifically says, all right, you're tied in it. I will still give you, though you messed up, I still will give you power and authority, and you will conquer them. No one will be able to stand up to you. Now, is that encouraging? Oh, I'm messed up, so God's not working. No, he just has to work a little harder. I mean, you know, just keep you going, you know? So, in my words. Now, 
not only that, not only that, when we repent, and I'm sure Joshua did repent. He said, oh, my gosh, Lord, I should have talked to you. You know, but the deed's done right now. But it also tells us that when we repent and keep our eyes on Jesus, God himself will intervene more powerfully than we could ever expect. Now, see, this is important. The set. This is the reason that it's important. The setup for this miracle, because it was, oh, Joshua, you are the man. You did everything I said. You know, you get a blue star in heaven. No, they messed up. But not only God's mercy, He's going to do more for them now than they ever could imagine. Put your name there. You hear me? Put your name there because that's why that's there so we put our name there when we mess up god's going to do more than we ever imagined him so we like we messed up so we like joshua we go into battle we go into battle all right now there's not overhead here so joshua goes into battle after he messed up and he attacks the amorites and all those pagan people, and it says in Joshua 10, 11, and they fled before Israel. And the Lord, the Lord hurled large hailstones down on them, and more of them died from the hail than were killed by the swords. <laughs> I mean, I mean, that's kind of really God on your side doing now. It doesn't say so, but I just picture, because of the surprise, I just picture it's a clear blue sky, <laughs> okay? I don't think it's thundering and raining. I think it's a clear blue sky. So they line up, and here they go, and God drops hailstones on these pagan people. More die from the hailstones than from the sword of the Israelites. Do you believe God's Word is inspired? Do you believe it is literal? Do you believe this happened? Put your name there. Put your name there. Put this in perspective. We have a large army or a hopeless situation before us. It's impossible. Boom. Hailstones fall from sky and annihilate the problem. <laughs> Put your name there put your name there so the new testament lesson here is the impossible standing before us will disintegrate as we move forward now this really helps us in this world we live in today okay because it's trying to make it the evil of the world is trying to make it look so bad that we will not move forward in it and God says, no, this is exactly when you are supposed to move forward in it. Amen? Because how he will handle it will be equal to like hailstones falling from heaven and taking care of it. But he needs us to move forward. And he told Joshua up front, go ahead, I give it to you. So he put your name there. He's telling us, go ahead, go forward, I'm giving it to you. Amen? I'm seeing twitches, not big amen. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Okay? Now, so, 
So he's like, oh my gosh, now that's a, I mean, that's a pretty good miracle. I mean, that's a pretty good miracle. Now, we in our fleshly nature say, well, this is not possible. And we'd be correct. It's not possible. However, God is telling us that this is a small thing. A small thing. I remember, I think it's Elijah or Elisha. They asked him if God to do something. He goes, that's a small thing for God. You know. See, this is a small thing for God because he is the creator of heavens and the earth. We believe the whole Bible. We believe Genesis. See, he's the creator of heaven and earth. It's a small thing. And this is God's specialty. This is God's specialty. If we could work it out, you know, I, if we could just, I just, you know, people like me, we just, you know, I need a promotion. I need a raise. I need something because I worked it out, you know. But it's like, oh, my God, God did this. You, you, you better come to Jesus. Just, I mean, it's God did this. You see, the, because his specialty is the impossible. Because if it's, not in the, if it's not impossible, we can do it. If it's not impossible, we can do it. We can do it. So this is God's specialty, doing the impossible. Now this, not only this, this miracle will be followed by a greater miracle. I mean, if we're outside and, you know, a whole gang of thugs are attacking us and hailstorm, you know, wipes them all out. With, okay, that's a good miracle. I'm good for the rest of my life. He says, oh, no, no, I got a bigger one coming. There's a bigger miracle coming after this. Put your, ma- put your name there. There's a, bir- there's a bigger miracle coming. He didn't quit with the first one. He's coming with a bigger one. And so what happened here, God poured out so much favor on uh, Joshua. He says, you've got to wipe all these people out because they're evil. They're really evil. And so Joshua's having so much success He's getting, he runs out of time. I mean, he just, I mean, I'm sure they're tired, but, but they're running out of daylight. They can't get everything done. They're having great success, but they physically can't get everything done, even with all the help of the hail. And so he can't complete the victory. He needs more time. Therefore, Joshua asked the Lord, said, we need the sun to stand still. We need more time. We need more time. We need the sun to stand still. In fact, it kind of goes like this. I don't have an overhead, but it goes like this. On the day the Lord gave the Amorites over to Israel, Joshua said to the Lord in the presence of Israel, Sun, stand still over Gibeon. Remember Gibeon? It's the Gibeonites. They caused this problem. Okay, so that's a Gibeon. Stand still over Gibeon. And you moon over the valley of Ajalon. Ajalon? Okay. The sun stood still. The moon stopped till the nation avenged itself on its enemies. Now, most of us, most people would read this and just be incredulous. Right? Just incredulous. What? However, this is not... An issue to God. The world is incredulous, but it's not an issue to God. See, there's a perspective here. There's a perspective. We've got to see which side of this fence are we going to follow. Just God. No, God didn't do anything. Now, God 
it's such a simple thing. It's such a simple thing. We see him doing it again. He does this whole thing again. I'm going to put a teaser out there. I really don't expect you to know, although you may know. Do you know when he does it again? He does this very same thing again. He does it for Hezekiah. He does it for Hezekiah. He told Hezekiah, listen, I'll take care of things. I'll do what, what I told you. And Hezekiah says, how do I know? He said, well, I'll give you a sign just so you can be, not be upset. He said, I'll, I'll move the sun up the, the shadow on the steps of Ahaz up ten steps. He goes, no, that's too easy. You move it back ten steps. He goes, all right. So Isaiah, the prophet, goes and prays to the Lord. <laughs> I can see the, you know, he's in, okay, God, we got Hezekiah. I mean, the guy doesn't have a lot of faith, but we help him out here. And it says in 2 Kings 2.11, 2 Kings 2.11, then the prophet Isaiah called on the Lord, and the Lord made the shadow go back 10 steps as it has gone down the stairway of Ahaz. The shadow went back ten steps. How? How does the shadow work? The sun, anyone get taken? I know the earth rotates. But the sun moves and the shadows move forward. God stopped it and he moved it back ten steps. He moved, he not only, for Hezekiah, this is after this big battle, for Hezekiah, he not only stops the sun, he moves it back Ten steps so that Hezekiah will have faith enough to be able to continue. Not a big deal. It's, it's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. Put your name there. It's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. See, and what we see, some will say, well, this is not possible. I can't. Believe this. I, I just, I mean, the whole world, I can't believe this. All my education, I can't believe this. It's too hard to believe. But here's something challenging. But if we can't believe this, we're ultimately questioning God if he can do any miracles. It's all one bucket. I believe we can do this miracle, but we can't do that miracle. He raised the dead. Oh, yeah. But I, he, he can't stop the sun. He ain't raised the dead yet. I'm in a terrible situation. He can move and rescue me in this thing. Oh, yeah. But can't move. No, he can't move. Stop the sun. You can't do one. He can't do the other. So our belief system, looking into this, if we can't believe this, we can't believe him for anything. Oh, we believe him for the things we have control of and what we can do. <laughs> but when we have no control and we can do nothing, you know, see, it's important that we believe this. Well, because here are the facts. God is creator. How many people, I'm, this is rhetorical, how many people believe God created all things? How many people believe God spoke the word created humans? Spoke the word <laughs> created the animal spoke the word created the stars and the planet he spoke the word see the creation reflects and shows the majesty of god in fact the bible says we look up and we see 
the stars. And we think, that shows the majesty of God. I've told this story before when I was sharing the gospel with my dad early on. And, and, he, and he would listen. He just didn't believe me. He'd listen. He said, why are you trying to tell me? And this is what he said. Why are you trying to tell me? I know there's a God. I can look outside and see the stars. And I know there's a God. See, God, it's God's majesty. It's God's majesty. And here's the fact about God's majesty. Uh, there's no overheads, but just listen. <clears throat> Psalms, Psalm 8.3. When I consider your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars, which you have set in place. <laughs> How did Mars get where it is? <laughs> God set it in place. Well, maybe he may have used it, but he set it in place. How, how about Venus? He set it in place. And life cannot live on either one of them. And he set the earth in place, and it's full of life. He sent it in place. He set it in place. See, it's not the universe didn't just get flung out. It was set in place, set in place. Psalm 148, 4 through 5. Praise him, you highest heavens, and you waters above the skies. Let them praise the name of the Lord, for at his command they were created. The Lord created everything by his word. He ordered and regulated the world and the universes. This means that the order and regularity of the heavenly bodies is because of God's creative involvement. Lesson. God can do anything. He can do anything. And he says, son, stop. Because he created it. He placed it there. He placed the whole order. And he's, okay, well, Joshua needs some help here. Stop. If we got Hezekiah, he didn't believe nothing. Okay, we have to get the sons down. Stop. We're going to have to make it go backwards where the shadows go back 10 steps. Small thing. He created it. He ordered it. He regulates it. And he can intervene and move it any way he wants to move it. To move it. That's what the scripture <coughs> that's what the scripture tells us. No matter what man tells us, that's what the scripture tells us. Now, here's this. <coughs> the disciples, see, we're like the disciples. The disciples, you know, they didn't grasp the f full majesty of God. And they would, well, why couldn't we do this? You know, I mean, a couple of times you see where they said that. And they didn't grasp. I mean, they were grasping a lot. But they didn't grasp the majesty of Christ, the majesty of God. That's the reason when Jesus ascended, he said, listen, don't you guys go place until the Holy Spirit falls on you. You just don't, <laughs> you know, because you need to see my power work through because you can't pull this off. You can't pull this off. So like the disciples, they're not having a full understand of the majesty of God, the creativity, power of God, and who he is because they couldn't 
in certain things, do and carry out the miracles Jesus told them to do. Right? And Jesus said, what your problem is, is unbelief. Your problem is unbelief. Now, I want you to look at this. <laughs> Matthew seventeen twenty. <laughs> the disciple says, why can't we do that? And Jesus replied, Matthew seventeen twenty. Because you have so little faith. Truly, I tell you, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move. Nothing will be impossible to you. Why? I mean, how are you going to move a mountain? Because you're not moving it. You have faith that God can move it. And God can move it because he created it. See, he created it. I'll move it because I created How do you make the sun? I created it. I put unstop in it. Move it back. All right. We'll move it back. Shadow go back ten steps. Why? Because he created it and his majesty is over and above it. It is regulated by him and through him, through him, it's a small thing. It's a small thing. Move a mountain, stop the sun. It's a small thing. It's the majesty. And where in the world would we read anything? I mean, where would we ever see anything and believe that and be able to grasp anything in this world? Nowhere except in the Scriptures. Except in the scripture. So he tells us, he tells us, and his 12 disciples said, Listen, there's a reason you can't do this. Because of your small faith. And if you had faith as small as a mustard seed, you could move a mountain. Amen? Literal, inerrant word of God says that. Put your name on it. Don't read it like it's out there. No, put your name on it. See, because that's what he's telling us for. Now, so it's like, oh my God. So that's the equation between Joshua and the disciples and us. No difference. It's the same God. Well, that's a sign of Well, that's a mountain moving. And now we're here and have the fullness of the Holy Spirit and saved by the Lord Jesus Christ. And we can't do jack. <laughs> no. We're full. All things are possible through you now because all the fulfillment has fallen upon us and the church. All of it. See, put your name there. Put your name there. Now, here, this is fascinating. You think about this. It says all you need, if you had faith as small as a mustard seed. And it's just a little bit. We did, I did a message years ago on this, and, and I bought mustard seeds for everybody. We actually handed them out. You may still have your mustard seed, you know, just to show how small a mustard seed is. So if you have that much faith, he said, nothing is impossible to you. And again, you go back to Matthew 17, 20. That's the reason I say nothing is impossible to you. I say it because the Bible says it, and I urge you to read what the Bible says so the Bible can say it to you, that nothing's impossible to you. 
to you. Now, and also, it's saying if we have faith as small as a mustard seed, we can move a mountain. Now, if faith, faith smaller than the mustard seed, is no faith. See, we're th- I'm always thinking, for, well, there's something littler than a mustard seed, and I have that, you know. But no, that's not what they're saying. Faith smaller than a mustard seed is no faith. So what Jesus is saying, if you have any faith at all, you can move a mountain. If you have any, just like a mustard seed. And if you have less than a mustard you don't have any faith. Put your name there. Put your name there. And so it's like, oh my gosh. So if we have any faith, we can move a mountain. Any faith, we can move a mountain. Now, What's important to see here in the whole, and this is the whole view going back to the sun standing still to nothing is impossible to you. It's important to observe here that it is not the amount of faith, it's not the amount of faith which brings impossible within reach, but it's the power of God. See the difference? It's the power of God. We have enough to believe in the power of God. If you have any faith, it's a door for God to go through. Any faith. But he's working for, you need faith who God is. Well, I believe God can do most things. Now, he can't make, he can't stop the sun, you know, but he can do a lot of other things. God says, you don't have any faith. No, you're just, you're you're blowing hot air. You don't have any faith. Because God can stop the sun. And that's who you believe in. And any faith will believe that God can stop the sun. And then nothing's impossible for you if you have any faith whatsoever. And faith is not from our... And faith is what we're depending on, is the power of God, not us. And And it's faith in God alone. Now, if I do this, do this, and then God will work. No, probably not, because you weren't supposed to do that, or that you're supposed to ask God, and he'll move. Now, if he tells you to do something, you do what he tells you. But it's in him alone. And if it's work, it's because of him alone. It's not our abilities. It's from God alone. Philippians 4.13, the Apostle Paul. Now, he just says this. I mean, yeah, just say it. But the Apostle Paul believed God is the creator of all things and stop the sun. And the Apostle Paul just casually says, Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through him who gives me strength. (laughs) What all things? There's no limit to all things. There's no limit. I can do all things through him who gives me strength. Now, with... With that evidence of faith, with that evidence of faith that we believe, see, we think, well, we're in our situation. No, it's back here. Do you believe God can stop the sun? And you put your name there, and it flows out into every situation. See? Right here. Well, I'll start here, and if he does this, then I believe that. No. <laughs> no. So we have the Bible. I believe He's majestic. He created the heavens. He placed them. He 
place them where they're supposed to be. And I believe that he regulates them. I believe all things come through him. You know, therefore, he can stop the sun. And nothing's impossible to him. Nothing's impossible when I ask him. See, but it stops. But it starts there. It starts there. Now, it's... Um, so, if we come here where Paul was, I can do all things through him who strengthens me, then we can... Then with this evidence of faith, this evidence of faith that he can stop the sun, with this evidence of faith, we start praying with authority. Now, again, you realize I'm saying this is not a name it, claim it bunch. Okay, this is from being in the Word, Him speaking to us and leading us. We're relying on Him. We're praying consistent with what He wants. We can ask Him anything. Nothing is impossible. And so we know we can do anything through Him. We have great confidence. So we pray with authority. With authority. Do you know what authority is? It is power God gives us. And now we pray with that authority because He gave it to us. He gave it to us. And so we pray with authority, which it says, when we do that, it tells in, in Ephesians 3.20. This is what it says, Ephesians 3.20. No, God. No, God. Works the universes. He could stop the sun. Ephesians 3.20. Now to him. Now, you know, chapter 3. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine according to his power that's at work within us. Whoa. Whoa. Now to him who do immeasurably. Think of something like, oh, I can't, something God would do. Just think of something. Yeah, he's, no, he can do immeasurably more than what you just See, that's what, you know, no, you, you're so limited, you can't even get there. You're, he does immeasurably more than you could even think or imagine. I'll just think up something, you know. Go ahead. He can do more. He can do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine. According to his power that is at work. In Indonesia, <laughs> at work, you know, whoever, whoever. No, one who works within us. That's where, it, where's Jesus? He's in you, you know. You process and see, see, we would read, I, and when I say we, I mean me, I would read this and go, wow, yeah, that's, that's a cool verse, more than I can imagine, yeah. And you God to stop the sun. Wait, not going to do that. I can't imagine that. You know, I, I, I just, that's beyond my imagination. That's right, but he can do it. He can do it. I can do more than what you think. <laughs> and it's what, what works within us. I mean, we're little powerhouses walking around. We're little power. I mean, that's how God, he looks at us, little powerhouses walking around. And you know what Satan says? Wants to say to us, uh, don't put your name there. 
He'll be disappointed. No, put your name there. Put your name there. And he'll step, step you into the glories that you never imagined. Beyond your conceived capacity. Beyond your conceived knowledge. Beyond anything you can imagine. He will put you there. Immeasurably more. Immeasurably more means God's capacity to meet our needs far, far exceeds anything we can conceive. I mean, this is a good spot to be. This is a good... I mean, I'm sitting there. Are you thinking, hey, man, it's moving the sun. That's a piece of cake. You know, this other stuff, God, this is, you know... All of a sudden, we believe that, and we'll translate that into our lives as we move forward. And He, He is the one that works through us if we have any faith at all. <laughs> any faith at all. Now, what's interesting here, this is a total faith, a total faith in God and not ourselves. See, it's a faith in God. It's like, put yourself, Joshua. God, you know, did you stop the sun? I mean, what's Joshua going to do? What's he going to do? He can't do anything. It's God and God alone. He can't do anything. But that's what I say. It's always God and God alone. You can't do anything. You can't do anything. See, and that's part of real faith. It's God. If God doesn't pull this off, we're cooked. You know, it's like, no, it's God and God alone. Okay, it's God and I'll help here. And God's going, you didn't believe me, did you? You really didn't. You really didn't. You know, and so he, he'll let us go ahead and learn that he wasn't in our particular desires. Now, I'm getting up here. This is when you realizing... And, I mean, it's hard to get our arms around this, but this is what the Bible says. Realizing our human weakness fully makes room for God's power. Fully realizing our weakness makes room for God's power. Because in our weakness, we're not there. I mean, we're doing what we're doing, you know, going to work. But we recognize in our weakness, we can't do what God does. And when we recognize that weakness, that we can't do what God does, then we open up and give, have him take full, fully take over in our lives. And we just trust him. Because it's him and him alone, not us. Amen? Just like Joshua and the son. Stop the sun. Here, I'll help you, God. I'll throw rocks at it. I mean, I think that's a good picture of us helping God, like throwing rocks at the sun, trying to help. This is an understanding of hearing God doing what he says and know it's through him and only him. And then we recognize our weakness. He's able to fill us completely and do as he sees fit. Amen? Now, quoted the Apostle Paul three times here. He understood this. It all fits, this whole message fits into what the Apostle Paul just said here. 2 Corinthians 12.10, he says, 
for Christ's sake, I delete, I delight in weaknesses. Now think about it. Oh man, it's, you wouldn't believe how bad this is. I'm about to just go crazy. I'm so happy in my weaknesses. I delight in weaknesses. Why? Because I understand that God stopped the sun. I understand. So when I'm weak, it gives a fullness of capacity for God to work. So I delight in my weaknesses because it gives God full, full area to move and to work strongly. For Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses. For when I am weak, I am strong. How? How are you strong? When I am weak, I am strong. How? Because it's God in you that does it. Here's something possible. You can't do it. You can't do it. And Apostle Paul's like, hallelujah. I can't do it. Therefore, when I'm weak, I am strong. Because Christ rests on me. That's how it works. That's how it works. And to give an example, son, stand still. And the son stood still. No help. No help. Belief and no help. Belief and no help. In the weakness, in your weakness, we're strong. Put your name there. Put your name there. Now, when we are most conscious of our personal weakness, we are most conscious of the power of Christ resting in us. When we are most conscious of our weakness, we'll be most conscious of Christ resting in us, resting on us. Now listen to this closely. Weak people can make the sun stand still. Not strong people. Weak people can make the sun stand still. Rejoice. <laughs> Rejoice. Now, you've got to read the whole Bible. Copy the whole Bible. And you know, salvation? How about our salvation? What can we do to save ourselves? Nothing. It's faith. It's trust. God saves us. Same principle. There's a verse that says, As you have received the Lord Jesus, so walk in him. I received him. I can't do nothing. God, you save me. You feel me. You give me a home in heaven. He said, that's it. Now walk in that. God, I can't do this. You have to work through me. You have to show me. That's it. Just continue walking in that. Walk in the way you were saved. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, I'm going to end with this. The Bible is an inerrant word of God. It is literal. It literally means what it says. And it's telling us stuff that we don't know. And what it tells us goes totally counter to the world. Totally counter. And we're asked to stand up before the world and let his light shine. Amen? Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you.
for your word. We thank you for your goodness. Lord, just to think that you to think that you loved us, that you have chosen us, that you've reached down and touched us, God. We thank you for that, Lord. And we say we proclaim that we are forgiven. But God, I want to proclaim also, I believe you made the sun stand still. Lord, I proclaim that there's nothing impossible to us. Because when we look to you, you'll speak to us. You'll direct us. You give us. We have the fullness of your power to live out your life in this earth at your direction. And nothing will be impossible. And we will be a light to you in this world. We thank you in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen.